In today's video, I'm sharing an in-depth Canva tutorial for beginners, and you'll learn everything there is to know to start designing your own graphics. And whether you'd like to use it for YouTube, Instagram, other social media channels, doesn't really matter because Canva offers a great variety of tools and it's free to use as well. So after watching this video, you'll know how easy it is to actually design with it. So let's do this. Hi, my lovely people, I'm Natalia and welcome back to my channel where I share super action ideas on content creation for entrepreneurs and creatives. And in today's video, I'm bringing you a comprehensive Canva tutorial. And if you've not heard about Canva, it's a free design tool, completely brilliant. It's got tons of different photos, elements, and other graphics for you to use. So in other words, a complete lifesaver in the content marketing world. It's absolutely brilliant for any graphics that you want to design, whether it's for social media, your website and blogs, whether it's for any presentations, cards, anything of that nature, Canva will sort you out. So without further ado, let's do this. Okay, so we'll start off with creating an account in Canva and it's completely free to begin with. Um, so you can sign up either with Google, with Facebook, or traditionally with an email address. Obviously, I have an account already, so I don't need to do that. So just sign up, it's super easy, and then we'll start designing. All right, so this is what the Canva homepage looks like. And there are quite a few different areas to help you navigate. So I'll explain each and every one of those so that you know where to go for certain functionalities. So let's start off with the top right panel. You've got your account. So this is where you can kind of change your account settings. You can set up your profile photo as well, refer your friends and things of that nature. Then there's a create design button, which I'll explain in a moment. You've got the, the settings in here, the account settings as well. There's a help center. And one of the most important parts is the search bar. Once you've signed up for a free Canva account, there are some differences between the basic kind of free Canva and Canva Pro, which I'll explain at the end of this video, so make sure to watch till the very end. But at this point, I'm just using the free Canva because this is what the majority of people will use and need. So we'll just stick with it. And then at the very end, I'll explain all the details. So the first thing we want to start off with is the top right corner. And in here, you can see the search bar. And I have to say it's one of the quickest ways to find any templates, any different designs with specific dimensions that you need to look for. So for example, if I, if I wanted to quickly create an Instagram post, I'll just type in Instagram and it already gives me a few different options. So you've got your Instagram post, Reels video, which is a new feature. So it's quite good that they've already applied that to their program. They've got Instagram story, quiz Instagram story, and more specific designs for Instagram. So this is how you can just quickly kind of brush through what they offer and it's a great way to find it without scrolling forever. Okay, so in the top left, you've got the main navigation panel and you've got the, you know, the returning to the homepage, of course, and then you've got templates and they're obviously categorized into different types. You've got your social media, personal, business, marketing, education. So there are various different templates for you to browse and whenever you need something, you can just glance through it and see what they offer already in Canva. You've got the feature section as well with photos, icons, print, because Canva now offers printing as well. There are different apps that you can have connected to Canva, for example, Bitmoji. So, you know, you can, 
create your own little little kind of avatar personality with Bitmoji and then apply it to different designs, use it in there, which is quite, you know, quite useful, especially when you've got a very specific personal brand. So this is, you know, it's good to know this is an option in Canva as well. And Canva has quite a few different integrations. So it's, it's, this is how you can kind of read more or know that this is a functionality that they offer. Uh, there's also the explore section uh, with different graphs, charts, videos, teams, so you can kind of have a look in there. There's also the learn section, which is super important, especially when you're a beginner. So after you watch this whole video, set up your account, kind of get the feel for what Canva actually is, I would highly recommend you actually go to the learn tab and watch some of the kind of quick tutorials that they offer, and they've got various different things like social media marketing. Uh, so they, as they say in here, learn how to connect and grow your community. So they've got quite a few different features and tips for you. So the learn section is really, really important. And I'll mention something at the very end of this video as well, a resource for you to learn even more in depth than this video is going to go, but stay tuned. I'll explain that at the very end. End. And then you've got the pricing section and obviously the free version will be most useful to the majority of people wanting to use Canva because it's, it's really great. It's packed with different functionalities. But if you want access to different parts of Canva, again, I'll explain later on in the video, uh, you might go for pro. There's enterprise, which is a bit more bulky. There are more teams involved if you've got a large business that you need to design for or you're designing for multiple different companies. If you're, for example, a social media manager, this might be a kind of a good option. But I think the free version is still really amazing. And then the next year would probably be pro. I would say enterprise is a very, very big type of plans, I would leave it. It's probably not for the majority of people. And they also have pricings for education or nonprofits, which if you're a part of, I would highly recommend you look into it because they've got some great deals. Next, we go to the left bar. And first off, you've got the recommended for you, which is the homepage uh, with the recommendations that I'll go through in a moment. Then you can see all your designs at a glance. So this is what this tab is for. It's very, very useful. And I'd say this is probably something that I go to straight away after opening Canva because I sometimes like to refer to previous designs or templates or different things of that nature. But again, explain that later. Then there's shared with you. So if you've got shared designs within a team or from other people that you've invited to work with, this is where the designs that they've shared with you would show up. I don't have that at the moment because I'm not really working with any other creators in Canva, but this is where you would go for the shared designs. And then you've got the brand kit. The brand kit is a functionality only available for the pro users. And this is really an amazing functionality if you have a specific brand and you like to stay consistent, which I am a huge advocate of in each and every of my videos. I always say stay consistent with your brand and this is how Canva facilitates the process for you. So this is where you can upload your logos. You can create different brand palettes. So they, you know, it doesn't have to be just one palette. It can be a few and you can pick your brand fonts for your heading, subheading and body. And this means that you have those available when you're designing. I'll show that to you in a moment. It won't be available to me because I'm just showing that at a free Canva account, but you'll see where it is and how easy it is to actually access it if you have a pro account. Then you've got your folders, which is quite a neat way for Canva to, again, keep you organized. You'll find that at the beginning, you'll have a few designs, right? But after some time, 
you have multiple, multiple designs pertaining to different parts of your business or dealing with different social media platforms. And if you just refer to the old designs tab, you'll find that you'll be scrolling, scrolling, scrolling all the time. And it's very easy to kind of get lost in the mess. So I would highly recommend for you to set up your own folders right from the get-go. So for example, if you're just focusing on social media and designing for social media, choose the platforms that you're on. Again, I would focus on one or two at the beginning, but if you're on more, then you can just create folders for it. So say Instagram, YouTube, you know, Pinterest, have those folders ready and then whenever you design, just file it away in that folder. It will still be visible within the all your designs tab, but you can just go to your folders and select a particular one if you're looking for something. So again, you're not scrolling for ages. And then you've got your trash folder. So have all the things that you've trashed and uh, you can just delete from here. You can see kind of the images that you've uploaded, which I've not done on this account or any designs you can just delete permanently and that'll be sorted for you. I've created a team as well for myself. So this is how I view my team. I can change the name of the team in here. I can add members in here, create new folders within that team. And you can see the specific things for your team in here. So again, your designs, folders, apps, people, groups, settings. So this is when you can set up your team so you know who can actually join. You can add your people in here. Canva at the moment has pay one, get four free. So you can invite four people to, to team up with you on Canva Pro for free, but obviously it's just Canva Pro. So let's get back to the recommended for you tab. And this is your main, main kind of view on the homepage. So you can see that you've got the recommended tab. So you've got your poster, infographic, presentation, video message, logo, Instagram post. You've got tons of different things. But then when you go through the different tabs, you've got various categories. Again, so you've got social media, Instagram posts, Instagram story, animated social media, TikTok background, Canvas developed the TikTok part as well. They're really quick, by the way, really, really quick with introducing different features or just different resolutions. So as you've seen before with the Instagram Reels part that was added almost instantly after the Reels were created. Even though it's a very similar resolution to other kind of mobile uh, graphics, still they want you to access it really easily. So if you're looking to design something for TikTok, you can just type in TikTok and they'll show you all the different types, even if that's a resolution that already exists and has different templates on Canva. Okay, so you can just go through it. You can see events, you've got different invitation, posters, tickets. You can design so many different things in Canva. It actually blows my mind. I used to work in Photoshop mostly. I was an avid Photoshop user, not just because I was a photographer, but then I started designing, playing around more. And to be fair, I used to think Photoshop is the way to go just because it's got all the functionalities that you need. I have to say, I've not used Photoshop for designing for a really long time. They've developed it so much that you actually don't really need it. That's not to say that Photoshop is not useful. That's not to say that Canva's got all the functionalities that Photoshop has. I have to say that still in some parts, Canva is a bit more cruder, but let me just say that I think within the next few months, years, I think they're gonna develop this platform even more but their main goal, and you can see it, it's infused within the whole app, 
their main goal is to keep it as simple and intuitive as possible. And this is why with this tutorial, I'm trying to keep it at that as well. So really, really try Canva and let me know in the comments below what you think about it and if it's that easy to use. All right, so let's start designing. And there are actually three ways in which you can create a design. So right off the bat, you can see the big purple button in the top right corner, create a design. And that's probably the easiest, quickest way. And this gets you to a really blank kind of page where you can just start designing whatever you want. Then the other option is to search as I've shown you before. So let's say YouTube and you want to create channel art. You just click on that particular tab and it just displays a specific resolution for your design. Again, takes you back to designing and the editor part. And the third thing is to obviously use the templates from here. It's very similar to the one in search because the search bar shows you the templates as well. I mean, not the specific templates, but shows you the resolution. Or if you go to your designs and copy an existing design, just click make a copy. Again, it will take you through to the designing panel. Okay, so let's just pick a specific template. So I'll show you how you can actually browse through different templates. So let's say um, I want to design an Instagram post. I click through the templates in the Instagram post. And as you can see, Canva's got tons and tons of different templates in here. So you can see it's endless. It's actually endless and they keep updating this as well. So you can have a look at what fits your brand, what, you know, matches what you want to create at this moment. And then, you know, you just, just start designing. So let's say I want to pick that particular one. And this is when it takes you to the editor. All right. Just like with the homepage, I'll just break it down for you how the editor actually works. So Again, it's very intuitive, just like everything else in Canva. But if you have a look at the top panel, you can return to home to any of your designs. And by the way, the new design, if you click on a template or create a design, it opens in a new window. Um, so it's quite a useful thing because you can just get back to what you were looking at. Or if you need to open another design that you've designed from previously, you can just do it from here and it doesn't affect the thing that you're actually designing at the moment. Apart from home, you've got the file so you can create new design from there as well. You can save it, which it automatically saves. And you can see in here that all changes are saved. If there are ever any issues with Canva, this is where you want to look at just to make sure that all of your things are continuously saved. Then you've got resolved comments. You can add if you're designing within a team, you can have different comments added and you know, people can refer to it. There's a version history, which is a pro option so you can see what changes you've made you can make a copy of that particular design from this uh, this moment so sometimes when you create something you might think well i might go in a different direction so you can just make a copy at this stage leave it at that or start designing in kind of one type of design that you want to do and then within the other one you can take it to another thing so this is why canva is so very fluid and so so really nice and intuitive for you to use. And then you can click download. But again, most of these are shown in different places in, in this editor as well. Then you've got the view tab. So go scrolling view, thumbnail view. So uh, if you've got multiple pages, I've just created one or you can just create it from here. This is how you would kind of jump in between those. Uh, let's get back to it. And then there's a grid view. So again, if you've got multiple pages. So for example, if you're creating an Instagram carousel, this is a really good way to check the whole design, see how it fits, see how it would look like kind of as a whole. So it's a really, really good thing, especially with Instagram carousels. I really refer back to it. So let's go back to the scrolling view. 
you show rulers um, so you can see in here that it popped up you show guides as well if you create any guides I don't have any guides in here you can show margins as well this is something that Canva will show you when you drag different elements which I'll explain in a moment when we actually start designing and it can show print bleed so for any materials that you want to print you want to have bleed which means that when you have a poster designed and it goes to printing usually any printing companies will require for you to have that bleed which means for example in this collect moments design you can see that this photo when I clicked on the bleed uh, to show the bleed this photo kind of extends beyond the borders which means that if you send that design to someone for printing it doesn't get cut off so it's like a safe area so you don't have any kind of white spaces or anything like that within your print so it's very very important when you you're creating any kind of printing collateral okay I'll just untick all of those we're back to scrolling view and then you've got the resize option and again it's available just for pro but it's really a lifesaver if you're creating multiple graphics for different social media platforms or again for different purposes so you can instantly transform that one design into a different resolution so let's say obviously the Instagram you can transfer Instagram posts for Facebook posts that's quite a similar resolution or even the same because most people will use the same kind of 1080 by 1080 pixels design both for Facebook and for Instagram but for example for Twitter you maybe want to have something wider and this is a great way to actually just click it gives you different resolutions and you can just transform it it will extend your photo if it's wide enough obviously to to show it but I can show it to you in the pro version later on so this is a really useful tool if you want to have it and then you've got the control Z so you can just undo any changes and as you can see at the very top it just saves it instantly very very useful very important then you've got the name a bit further to the right so you can change your the name for the Instagram post you can just add a date so say 2020 I don't know what date it is to be honest because that year just went so let's say it's the 18th of December I don't know if it actually is but never mind and you can say inspiring quote it's really good to have a way to kind of name all of your designs because if you're going to a specific template and if you use that template multiple times you will not always know what that template is about obviously you can see the thumbnails but I'm very uh, neat with my naming so I would advise you do that as well so just when you open a design you know what you're designing just change that name in there do yourself a favor then you can share your design so you can share with the owner which is the account and then with uh, my team uh, share a link to edit you can share a link to use this template if you have pro share a link to view so for example if you are an agency or a social media manager and you're designing for a company and you want them to approve the designs you can just share a link to view rather than edit and obviously they cannot mess up your design in the process so that's a very useful functionality especially when you're a social media manager then you've got the download tab really easy to use ready there at a glance when you're finished with your design and you've got different file types so for that particular design you've got PNG this is a high quality image this is what I use for my social media graphics you've got JPEGs for a small file size it explains everything this is why Canva is so amazing it just gives you 
all the, the solutions ready. So it's it's not like you need to Google, oh, should I you know save PDF standard or should I save PDF print? It tells you what it is. It tells you what you can use for. So for PDF standard, you've got a small file size, multi-page document so that you know that this would be useful for emailing someone. But then you've got PDF print, high quality, multi-page document. So you know it would be much more suitable to be printed. Then you've got the MP4 video SVG will just leave. And then you've got GIFs because you can create GIFs as well. Then in Canva Pro, you have the ability to change the size. So you can kind of double it, triple it. You can just kind of move that cursor over the slider and it will give you a specific resolution. Again, available only for Canva Pro users. Then we've got transparent background, which is quite a neat thing if you want to create PNGs without any backgrounds. So it's quite useful if you've got certain elements or something like this that you want to kind of overlay. So if you're creating a PNG or something that you're creating, let's say for a video and you don't want to have the background showing, this is where you would go for. Again, available just for pro. And then you can compress a file to lower quality if you're uploading to your website or something. And then you can select pages. So if you've got a multi-page design, you can just choose to download one part of it by selecting in here, or you can just tick all pages and it will download it as a zip file. So this is when you would click done and it just exports it. Download, preparing your design. You always have a neat little quote. All right, so once you open the design, the left panel shows up as well. And the first element in there is the templates. And Obviously, you've chosen your template if you went for template from the homepage. Uh, if you created a, a design, you can go to templates from here as well and browse through the, the different options that it has. Obviously, we've chosen one, so we've got the recently used as this one. But if you want it, you know, if you were to create something for Valentine's Day or something in particular, you've got love Instagram posts. So Canva continuously tries to inspire you with different designs. So I can click on the love Instagram post. If you're looking to, you know, post something about gratitude or something, you know, you want to express how, you know, loving you are of your customers or whatever it might be. If you're, you know, thankful for your partner, you can just go in here and see if you can get inspired by what Canva offers. So you can browse through the different templates that Canva offers in here. And if you were to change something, you can just click on it and it applies it to that page as well. As you can see, there are video kind of animated templates as well, uh, which is shown by that little kind of video, a miniature thumbnail in here. So if you click on it, you know that it's gonna be an animated element, which again, I'll explain later on. Okay, so let's stick to that template that I've chosen at the beginning. And the next element in this left panel is uploads. And Canva lets you upload different media. You can upload images, you can upload videos, you can also upload audio, which is the latest kind of addition in Canva. Canva is trying to develop the video part of the editor as well, which audio is obviously a huge part of. So you can just upload any of your sounds, any of your you know music that you want to apply to different videos in here. And it's so neat. It wasn't available until kind of a few weeks ago. So it's, it's a really cool feature. So as you can see, I've got um, some of the images that I've uploaded. So you can just click on it and it will just copy it onto your design and you can change the size of it in here. And then you've got the photos tab and the photos tab is stock photo library. It's so cool. There are tons and tons of different photos that you may need for your business. And there's a search bar in here as well. So if you were to change, for example, that little kind of ocean view in here, you can just drag a photo like this. 
As you can see, this photo has a watermark, which means it's only available for the pro users. And this is the one kind of caveat of the free Canva. You've got tons and tons of photos in this library, but some of them are just pro and some of them are free to use. So as you can see, I can drag this one and it's a free one. You won't see any watermarks, but for this particular one, you have the option to remove watermarks. And if you do, if you click that, or if you were to download a photo like this, so let me show you like that, it will show you that it's got one premium image and you would have to pay, in this case, 99 pence for that particular design. You can download a watermarked picture, then you can pay and download, but you can also get Canva Pro. As you can see, this premium image is 0.99, if you were to, you know, have more elements to it, it can take you up to like, you know, let's say three pounds per design or five pounds if you're, you know, designing something more elaborate like a poster or a, a brochure. And in that case, that's one design that you're paying for, but then you've got Canva Pro. And first of all, you've got a free trial that you can have for 30 days and it's completely free and it gives you access to all of these photos. So you can start designing that way, kind of have a feel for what Pro offers and then, you know, just, download these images and that they're yours or you can just take Canva Pro and if you design quite a few things in a month um, if you're designing for social media and you really need those really kind of more pro images something goes really well with your design Canva Pro in the UK at the moment is £10.99 so as you can see in a month if you're using quite a few of those photos it you know it makes more sense to have pro but obviously again more than enough for free photos are available on Canva at the moment. So you don't really have to do it. It's just to show you that this exists and uh, you need to kind of look out for it. If you scroll through the library and if you hover over different images, it shows you in the bottom right corner whether it's a free design or whether it's a Canva Pro design. As you can see, I've got tons and tons of different free ones. So I cannot actually find a pro one at this moment. Gosh, there are so many. See, this is it. This is what I'm talking about. There are so many different free images that you don't really need to have pro unless you need all those different functionalities. But let's find something that is pro. Okay. Let's just drag this one. Yeah, so you can just scroll through it, see if something fits your brand or something in particular that you're looking for. Drag these over your design and it will kind of apply it to the background. And obviously in this case, in this particular case, this is a really cool feature that Canva offers with all those different free photos. It's really amazing. But you can also search for something in particular. So if you were to say, you know, travel or whatever, you can just type in travel. You can see different travel photos. So, oh, I found one pro. So again, if you drag it, you see the watermarks. You can just purchase that video or uh, sorry, you can just purchase that photo or you can just choose a free one and that's you sorted. You can see that you can drag them in here. So again, this is how you navigate this particular panel. Canva also shows you the recently used ones. So obviously I clicked through quite a few ones so you can kind of have a look at what you've chosen before, especially if you were going for a particular look or you were using some photos in your previous designs, you may want to kind of refer back to what you were looking for. So this is how you would do it, the recently viewed. Then you've got the more kind of seasonal subjects that Canva shows, so Christmas, you know, different themes to keep you inspired. So you've got Santa, for example, and you can just click on Santa. Sometimes with Canva Pro, you've got PNG designs as well. So photos without backgrounds. Obviously, this is again a paid element, but if you were, you know, if you had a model in here, you can just add that Santa hat 
on top of that kind of model and it would emulate a more Christmassy vibe. Then you've got the elements tab. And in the elements tab, again, it's another library of amazing, amazing elements. You've got the recently used as with the photos, you've got the featured ones. This is something that kind of a showcases if, you, if they've got an artist that they're showcasing at the moment. This is where you will go to get inspired. Some of them, again, are free. Some of them are, are pro, but you can kind of add them to your design if you want. And many of them are actually adjustable. Yeah, so we've got different featured elements in here that you can view. So they're really cool kind of graphics. You can search for icons sometimes. This is usually very seasonal for Canva, but there are different things in here, like uh, for example, this one, which is a photo frame actually. And I will go through the photo frames as well, but you can kind of drag your photo frame to a specific part of the graphic design. And then I'll, I'll leave it in here. Obviously it doesn't look cool, but if you go back to photos and you drag a particular photo into the view, Obviously it doesn't really go well with this particular frame, but as you can see, this is a frame that you insert the photo into and it gives you almost like a, almost like a vignette with colors. Yeah, so you've got these different types of elements that are featured, but obviously if you're looking for something, something in particular, you can search icons or shapes in here as well. You've got lines, so different types of lines if you want to make your design a bit more interesting. If you're looking for something in particular, you've got kind of more written lines, as you can see, it almost reminds me of a, like a lipstick stroke, a very thin one, but yeah. And you can change the color later on, but I'll just kind of leave it out at the moment. This is one of the options. If you have different types of lines, as you can see, again, some pro, some free, like this one, let's say. I actually kind of like that one. So you've got these different elements in here. So these are within lines. You've got shapes as well. So let's say I want to add a bar that showcases my website as well. I can just click on any of those shapes in here. You can play around with these shapes. You have frames, you know, if you want to, again, make your design a bit more interesting. You've got different shapes. You can, you know, add different elements. Let's say I want it to do something a bit more kind of like this. I can drag it, rotate it. I can overlay it with different elements to make it even more cool. I can kind of change the colors of it just to make it a bit more three-dimensional. You know, there's no limit to what you can do with combining these elements. And in the Canva learn part, you can learn how to combine those as well. Let's get back to the elements. There are also frames and frames are a really, really cool feature. Let's go back to that second page just so I can see it, show it to you kind of as a clean design. These are different frames. You've seen it before in the elements section, but these are different frames that you can insert your photos into. So let's say I want to show something like a lead magnet or whatever. I can just drag that laptop frame and I can, you know, use my uploads, let's say, or I mean, it doesn't really look that good, but never mind. Or you can just drag a photo and then if you double click on it, you can just kind of move it and you've got that displayed in there. So it's almost like a mock-up and you've got so many different options of the frames as well. So I can just delete that particular one, but let's say you want three-part design for your graphic. You can have a wee quote in here and then you can have three different photos kind of showcased in here. So if you're designing like a this or that post or which one would you prefer, like spend time with your family or I don't know, work out, <laughs> you know, obviously it doesn't go together. So you have to, you know, 
read through it a bit more. Yeah, so you can use that, for example, to get your followers engaged, add a little quote at the bottom or let them choose and they can just vote in the comments, which, you know, let's say way of spending time they prefer. So again, a really cool feature from Canva. You can just delete the photos like this or you can delete the whole frame like that. I mean, there are so many different options, really. You can change the background in here. I'll explain that kind of later on. Yeah, so let's say I've got this in here. I've just moved it. You can have that and a kind of a cute quote in here. Yeah, so these are the frames. Uh, there are also stickers, so more animated elements. Canva is really expanding their library when it comes to any animated elements. Uh, so you can just add that one and export that whole graphic design as a GIF or as a video, which, you know, is a bit more interactive for any people that are watching it or, you know, browsing through your social media. So it's a really cool kind of feature that they've got that. Okay, then you've got charts. So if you're creating a report, an offer, um, maybe you're doing marketing for someone, you want to showcase your data somehow, presentation for school as well. This is a really cool option because Canva lets you do that. And you've got the charts as well in here and you can just kind of showcase your data, which is a really neat way to integrate it within your designs. There are different grids uh, which are very similar to frames, but grids are more mobile. You can move them around, you can do different things with them. So let's say I were to pick this one, I can actually amend that grid. I can just kind of take it to the specific shape that I want to take it. So they're, you know, obviously they're a bit more mobile. So they've got gradients as well. If you're trying to make your design a bit more interesting, uh, you can introduce gradients and change their colors, change the different parts of it, and you can just position it in a specific way. And, you know, it's just a way to make it a bit more interesting for you. They've got tons of different gradients. They're mostly free, I have to say, which is a really cool option. And then they can be used in a plethora of different designs. So it's really cool. And as with the previous sections of Canva, you've got the recommended part. So something that, you know, maybe Canva may be featuring a specific artist at the moment. You've got, you know, let's say Zodiac symbols. So you can go through that if you're creating, you know, quotes for Gemini or something. If you're, you know, into astrology or something, if, or if you're, your brand goes with that, you can just kind of browse through them. And this is a cool little feature that they do. They kind of, you know, gather these for you and inspire you. And when you get back to the element, you can obviously search for specific icons or shapes. So if you're looking for, you know, a flower, let's say, you just type in a flower, you'll have a variety of kind of, you see the watercolor ones, you see kind of different graphic elements, different illustrations, sketchy ones, or you can, some, you can have something that looks a bit more like an icon as well. So let's say this particular one may be an icon. And try to utilize as many of those kind of elements into the design because that makes it a bit more fleshed out. It makes it look a bit more nice. Again, a particular one doesn't really go that well with this design, but just for the purpose of showing you uh, what you can do with this particular one. Another neat thing as well is that if you find a specific element that you like, and by the way, it goes for the photos as well or other elements, you can just kind of click on it in here see what it was created by. So you can see view more by Sketchify, which if you click on it, it will give you other elements created by that. So you can maybe sometimes look for something that looks similar. So, you know, this one will look very similar to that one. 
their watercolor obviously they've got some kind of white elements below that so you would need a lighter uh, background for this but you you get what i'm saying it's just quite a cool trick to search for different um, very similar elements as well you can also see the different keywords that were used to describe that particular element or photo so it's quite neat as well to look at it here and maybe you can you know click on foliage the elements that pertain to that particular keyword will display for you here again a really neat way to find really cool elements that will fit your brand or your particular design then you can see how much it costs obviously if it's a pro but if you like it you can add it to likes and i'll show you if you add it to likes in here you can go to your folders down here you can click on your likes and it will display that particular element so if you like an element very much or you like a photo and you want to use it continuously this is how you save it this is how you remember it and this is how you actually refer back to it really neat trick another cool trick that canva does within these is the canva magic recommendations so if you click on a particular element you see the magic recommendations in here if you click on the magic recommendations canva will pull different designs either by the same author or very similar in terms of how they were created or again match them by the keywords and this is a really really neat thing if you're looking for more than one element to kind of fit into your your design again doesn't go well with that in particular but a really good idea especially when you're designing a few graphics of the same type or maybe again you're creating an instagram carousel it might be quite useful to have different renditions of a similar design so you know you can have things like that and you would have them kind of for a different instagram slide really cool feature really neat next up is a text panel which is quite self-explanatory this is where you add text to page so you've got a heading subheading a bit of body text as i mentioned at the very beginning when you have pro you can customize them you can actually choose your brand fonts and these will be kind of applied in here and each time you click a heading a subheading a body of text you'll have your typography but it's not available for the free users but that doesn't stop you from actually going into that particular design and picking from a multitude of different fonts that they offer yeah so you can choose from the popular fonts in here or if you scroll a bit further down so you've got tons and tons and tons and tons of different fonts that you can get through and if you're looking for a particular font that you know uh, you use for your brand or something that you've seen on Pinterest that might have caught your attention. So let's say Open Sans and it will show you all the different, uh, different fonts under that category. So I typed in Open Sans and obviously for these you've got so many different varieties. So you've got the classic one, but you've got the condensed, light, extra bold, sauce, you know, different types of things. And I want to maybe make this one Playfair display. Do I see it in here? I don't see it in here. So let's search for Playfair. Cool. And I'll make it like that. And let's say family is everything. So you can kind of add it in here. And then if you want to add a subheading, if I choose Open Sans, yeah, so you can kind of play around with your typography. And a really, really cool thing that Canva offers 
are the font combinations. So you can add text by clicking on these different panels. And then if you go down, if you scroll down, there are different font combinations already prepared for you. You can have different styles. Let's, you know, delete these two. And you can, you know, choose this one if you like it. Or if, especially if you're looking for a particular look for your brand and you're not very much kind of into typography, this is a cool way to get inspired and to kind of look for different feels with the fonts and maybe then stick to the one that you really, really like. So, you know, you've got different inspiring ones by Canva. This can, you know, have family in here and you can just adjust it to what you like it to be. And these come in a group. I'll show you in a moment how these kind of play out, but you can go through these different types of font pairings and you can just apply them to your design, which is such a cool, such a neat feature. Yeah, so for this one, let's pick, you know, this one, I actually even like the text. So I'll just stick it in here and let me explain the rest of it for you. And then I'll show you the, the different features when you're actually designing. Then you've got music. So when you're creating a video, you can actually have different music, you know, different pieces that Canva offers. So you, you can search by a different types, you know, genres or feel. So you've got these and these are some of them are available for pro, but some of them are, uh, you know, completely free to use. So let's say that's a free sound and you can just add it to your design. Yeah. That's how you do it. You can move it in here, just at the top panel, just to see which part suits your video. You can adjust the volume or you can just delete it. Then you go to videos as well. You've got different types of videos, uh, which are either free again or pro, but these are quite cool if you've got a presentation or again, uh, you want to create a more interactive graphic or not a graphic, but like a video for social media as well. Really, really cool. Then you've got different backgrounds as well. So let's go back to or let's create another one. If you're creating a quote or something, Canva offers you different backgrounds as well. Again, this is pro, but let's say, you know, this one. And again, you maybe want to create a quote or something. Let's pick the same one and you can just have it kind of in here. I'll just flip it in here just to show you. I'll show everything in a moment. But, you know, we can create different kind of quotes and different styles or, you know, whatever you may need the background for. Just know that Canva offers a ton of different ones. Again, then you've got your likes. So the, the, the any elements, photos that you've added to the likes. You've got your folders. So again, refer back to your likes. Uh, see what you've purchased previously, if you've purchased any pro elements. And then you've got more. So you've got styles. Canva offers you palettes already kind of matched with different text styles and things of that nature. And there are also different integrations. So if you've got some files on your Google Drive, you can just click in here to connect your Google Drive. And that way Canva can pull different photos that you've got saved on the drive and you don't need to actually kind of drag them to upload them. They will just appear um, or you can kind of grab them from Google and there will be a tab in here that you can grab them from Google Drive as well. Yeah, so you can kind of look through them. You can connect your Instagram account as well and grab any photos that you've got published to your Instagram as well. Really cool if you want to maybe utilize them in your designs for other platforms or just for Instagram as well. 
Cool. So you've got the we've got the top panel out of the way. You know how to use it. You've got the left panel with the different functionalities, and then we go to the editor itself. So when you have a look at this, you've got your page number in here, and you can actually title your pages. Especially if you're designing something a bit more bulky, you can just name all of your pages just to know what they're referring to. You also can add notes. It's really cool when you're sharing the design with other people. It's really cool um, to cool feature to kind of have any comments pertaining to the design. This is where you can actually move down or up your multiple pages. So let's say I want this one to go down and this one to be first. This is what you can actually do. You can just leave it in here and use these arrows to move those pages around the design. Then you can duplicate pages. So if you want some, to create something you know, very similar or you want to use the same design, you can just do it in here and it just duplicates it. And then you can delete the page in here. And at the very end, you can just add a blank page in here as well. And whenever you use kind of these uh, duplicate or add page, they get added as a next page to the one that you were viewing at the moment. So let's say, you know, I'm on two. If I duplicate it, it doesn't duplicate it at the very, very end. It doesn't duplicate it at the very bottom. It just duplicates it as the next page. And the same goes for new page as well. So page title. And as you can see, if you add a page from this one, it adds a blank kind of white page because this is the background or is it even white? Is it off white? No, it's just off white, but it just grabs the same background that was, that was used before. And so for this one, it just copied that kind of taupe color for this one. You know, if I were to duplicate it, it would be blue. So once we've got these out of the way, so this is where magic happens. If you click on that element that I added before, you can actually see that this particular one can be adjusted. So I can change the color of this particular element, which is really cool because that means that it can stay on brand. And this is how you do it. If you want to crop it, if it doesn't kind of fit this, you can maybe crop it like that for different elements. It may work quite well. Let's say you want it just kind of a quarter of a turn of this little thing. You can also use that. You can also flip it. So let's say I wanted this kind of from, you know, from here, somewhere in here, you can just flip it like this. You don't need to rotate it. But if you kind of select it, you can make it bigger smaller, you can rotate it like this as well. And it gives you the degrees as well. So it's quite a cool thing because you can just stay within the frames or you can make sure that all the elements are going in line with each other. So let's say I, I were to, you know, change that to 135. I can then click on, I'll ungroup it. I'll let you know what that is later. I can click on a particular text and I can kind of, I mean, it's a different rotation, but whatever. Let's just revert back. So I'll keep it as that. Further on, you've got info on this element. So that pulls back the same kind of three dots that you, you had in the design. So if you still really like that element, you, you don't have to search for it through the elements. You can just add it to likes in here. Next, you can position it as well. So if you're designing, you know, if you have some designs, maybe it's something that I can show you on this one, actually. Let me add an element. So let's say I've added that element, right? I'll change the color in here. So again, an editable element in here. I've changed this color, let's say to that. I make it bigger, I make it smaller, I can rotate it again. And then if you click on position, you can actually move it backwards. So you can kind of move it behind that particular element. And as you can see, I kind of move that photo 
around in front of it, but I cannot really grab the element, which is because it's behind, you can click on the position again and you can just send it backwards as well. If you have multiple different elements, let's add another one. Again, it won't go well with this particular design, but never mind. If you've got multiple elements, we'll show you more options. So you can send it forward, so that sends it kind of one by one forwards or backwards one by one. As you can see, it went behind the text. And if I click backwards again, it goes behind that right uh, graphic. And then if I click backwards again, it sends it back off the left element. If I click to front, it will instantly move it to the front of this design. So it's a really cool feature. Very quickly, you can just do it like that. And then if I want to push it back, just click to back and that's cool. So this is how you would use it, uh, the position one. Then you may adjust the opacity as well. You can also copy style. So for example, you've got this text in here. If I click on that particular copy style one, I can just move it to this one. I will just apply the same formatting. It works just as it would work in Microsoft Word or Excel if you're using these. There's a copy formatting or something like this in there as well. It looks exactly like this little kind of paintbrush or whatever paint roll. So you can do the same thing in here. So you can just move the styles to the other one. Another neat thing is that you can adjust the transparency. So you can make your elements more kind of opaque and it's not really visible in here, but let me show you in here maybe. And as you can see, it kind of disappears into the photo. So it's quite a neat one to play around with if you want to maybe create a bit of a shadow of an element or whatever. So you can kind of play around with that. It doesn't really go well because it's more of a sketchy one, but if you want to play around with, you know, text, you can apply the same thing to your text or whatever. You can just adjust the transparency in here. Same goes for the photo or the frame because it's actually a frame that I've inserted that into. Let's get back to this particular design. So let's say, I want to have another element added to that photo. So I can just click on that. I've recently clicked on it, so it's here, but you can you know, choose different shapes as I've shown you before. You can just drag it in here, and this is where you change the colors. Again, you can see kind of most of the elements I went through. I'll go through the rest of them in a moment, but let me just show you this. So you go to that particular, you can pull photo colors, you can have document colors, so all the colors that were used for this particular document that will be showcased in here. You've got default colors in here as well, but you can choose a new color. So if you've got a palette, if you know the hex code for the color, you can insert it in here, or you can kind of play around with this little slider and you can choose the color that you really like. So let's add another layer of text. Let's go for something that I've added before maybe. I like this font, so it's glacial indifference. Perfect. So if I go in here, click add subheading, it will showcase in the fonts that I've used uh, previously. So I'll click on glacial indifference and let me show you the different ways you can actually manipulate the text. So this is where you've got the font to the very left. And this is how we can just change the size. You can also drag it like this and it will show you the width and height of this. Or in here you can see that it changes, the numbers are changing as well. So you can see how big it is. Let me just move it kind of a bit lower so that you can see it. You can click on this and you can see the text color again. Let's choose something light because I'll be putting it over that. Let's pick, this is when you can make it bold, kind of italic, underline. And this is how you can force it to be kind of uppercase. Uh, so if you click on it, it will always stay kind of uppercase. 
cool. So I've got that in here. If you drag it in here, it'll make the text box a bit wider. You can make it whatever you want, obviously. But then you'll be able to see the alignment as well. So this is the alignment tab that's aligned to the left. You can obviously center it, you can make it right, or you can just kind of just. So that's like this. And I can drag it in here. Other options are list. So you can list it. I can number it as well. So it's quite neat if you're putting some more information on a text, then there's spacing. So if I had more to this text, so let's say I had another line saying whatever, you can see that you can space out letters in here. This actually pertains to that particular one, but I can do it for both. So you can adjust the letter spacing. It's quite good to actually play around with it and see how it fits with your design. I'll just go back to that and then you can adjust the line height as well. So how close that second line or how far from the first line it is. So you can kind of play around in here. Cool. So another option in here is the effects option. Let me actually show it to you on maybe this one because it's a bit thicker, a bit better visible. I'll go back to the other design in a moment. But if you click on the effects, it gives you various options to play around to manipulate your text even further. So if you click shadow, if you want to add shadow to your design, this is where you do it and you play around with those sliders. You can adjust the transparency, you can adjust the blur so and you can change the color as well. And here, so let's say you want more kind of three dimensional <laughs> effect, you can add it and manipulate it in here. You can change the direction if you want to so make sure that everything goes in the same kind of direction. You can offset in here, you can manipulate it so you can make it a bit further from this and you can blur it out as well. But that's just shadow, but there are so many other options. You can lift it. So it's more of a kind of um, a blurry background. It lifts your text from the background. There's hollow as well. It's very, I'd say it's quite a popular way of playing around with text at the moment. You can make it very thin, which looks a bit more elegant with that sort of font, or you can make the stroke a bit thicker. So this is where you kind of manipulate it and play around. There's also the splice option. I love splice. So the way you play around with splice, it's got a few different options. You've got thickness. Again, you can make that stroke a bit kind of more elegant, thinner. Then you can have offset. So again, it puts your design kind of more in line. So it looks just like a stroked text uh, like this, or you can offset it. So it looks a bit more modern. This is what a lot of brands are using at the moment. And there's a direction as well, just what, like previously. So you want to stay consistent with that. And this is where you pick a color for that fill color. Let's pick something from the palette in here. You can actually go if you choose a color and nothing really works for you that way. You can click on that new color and again, play around with these different options. And this is what I find uh, a bit more appealing. You can obviously not be so monochrome in this, but if you click text color in that kind of particular effect with the splice effect, the main color that you've chosen is actually the color that will be the outline. So this is the stroke color within that. So this is this effect. Then you've got echo as well which kind of multiplies that shadow. So there are a few different ones. Again, offset or direction. You can change the color of that echo. You can also choose glitch, which is more of a cool kind of 3D effect that we see was very popular at the beginning of the year, I feel, or even a bit further in graphic design. You can choose the colors, so a bit more kind of older style, kind of blue and red or the blue and a pink one. And again, more offset 
which will give you a bit more of that kind of 3D dimension. It gives me feels, like it reminds me of those little kind of cool cards or things like that that we had back in the 90s. There's neon as well. It makes your graphic like a neon. Obviously with this color, it's a bit more toned, but you see when I'm going with this, this is the intensity. If I were to change the color to something a bit more bright, you see instantly what I'm talking about. See, this is more of a neon-y type of text, which is super cool, especially if you want to differentiate yourself from other designs, or if you want to make something stand out a bit more, if you've got a sales going on, this is a really good one to make it work. And the last one, guys, I have to say, I've been waiting for this for a very, very long time. This is something that was actually missing really heavily from Photoshop. And this is one of the reasons that I would kind of sometimes go to Photoshop, create a text, like a curved text, export it as PNG, and then upload it to Canva just to have that curved text. But users have requested it, have been requested for months and months, and Canva listened. This is what is so great about Canva. They listen to lovely people who use their, their product, and this is what it does. You can curve your text in Canva now. It's just, you know, it's beyond, it's amazing. Let me revert back because I actually want to show you what it looks like. So you can go back to none, right, with this one. Let me showcase something like this. That's absolutely fine. And let me show this to you on a different text. Let's go for glacial. Let's do this and let's say swipe. If you want to incorporate that kind of call to action within your graphics and have people swipe, show them that they actually need to swipe graphically to another carousel photo or whatever you're creating for. So you click on, you know, again, effects, curve. And this, if you go like this, it shows you how on a circle this thing appears. And if you play around with the spacing of the letters as well, it kind of goes around a bit more. If you have more text, you can just double click on it, swipe to see more, right? But if you play around with the letter height, see, you can create something like this. And I can actually just kind of, let me just move that one for a moment. If I were to click like swipe to see more and manipulate it a bit, kind of a bit more. You can maybe do like a half circle or like a full circle. You can just add an element with an arrow. So just quickly search for an arrow. I've got, again, different types of arrows that you may want to use. And I can just choose one, right? And put it kind of right in the middle here, kind of like that and it grabs your attention. I mean, you might not be able to see everything. So let's say swipe for more, right? And you can kind of play around with it. Let's go for a half circle actually. And then if you click on it, you can kind of make it smaller as well. So let's rotate it, add it kind of in here, like that. And again, you can position it, so I'll send it backwards just to be able to manipulate that little arrow. And if you drag an element, as you can see, Canva lets you adjust it with the elements that you've got around. So when you click like this, it just positions it kind of right in the middle. So you can see the middle one horizontal. You've got, you can kind of 
make it adjust to different elements and it actually snaps in place it's like a magnet so when you drag it it kind of guides you um, as well but let's say i wanted to have these elements not kind of work separately from each other so you can you know drag just one but not the other if i click on anything kind of click on the background and drag it this is how canva lets you select different things so if i drag it over these two elements I can have another option here at the top, which is group. And if you click on it, what it does, it connects these two. You can still amend them individually. So you can see that I can still manipulate the colors. I can still manipulate the font on the text. It's just that now when I move it, this is actually one unit. This is one entity in a way that I can kind of move it around together and I don't need to worry about making this kind of misaligned. And the same goes for this text. So I will ungroup it because I don't like how to the left it's not properly aligned. So I'll ungroup it, click away. And if you drag that love, peace and joy text, you can see they can align it to different elements. If you see the solid frame, this is a margin that Canva shows for the image. So for the specific resolution, so this is the Instagram post, this is what Canva thinks is the margin for it. So if you leave a bit more space, this is how the design breathes. And this is quite a cool thing because for people who are not really graphic designers, it's a neat way to make the design look and feel a bit more professional. So you've got that kind of breathing space for it. So Keep it in mind when designing things, push it towards that margin. I'll push it in here and then I'll grab this one as well. And as you can see, I can align it to that margin as well. And then the stroked one, the kind of dashed line that shows me that it aligns to different parts of that other element that swipe for more thing. So this is the middle and this is where the whole kind of grouped element the swipe for more. This is where the middle of that element is. This is where I can actually align this text with the middle of this as well. But it doesn't work just with that. It's just the same for any other elements. I can kind of put it in the middle in here. Or if I wanted to drag it kind of across that one as well. Obviously, it's not aligned to the middle, but let's center it you can do the same thing kind of over it. So Canva, by dragging the elements, Canva lets you align it with different parts. As you can see in here, vertically, this is the middle of the graphic. But then if I drag it along here, the dashed line shows me that this is the middle of that frame of that photo. So I'll get back to it. I'll align it to the margin. Once I'm happy that these are working together, I will click on it, group it, and this is how these two stay together. And now I can maybe drag it a bit further. And instead of just having it aligned to that left margin, I can also drag it down and have it aligned perfectly to the corner of the margin. So let's go back to this design, right? So I told you that with this text, www.nataiakalinska.com, I want to showcase my website. So this, I added this panel, again, from the elements and different shapes. So I can make this text a bit smaller. And what I, I'm doing, I can drag by the corner and it will kind of drag it down to one corner to the opposite one. But if I click Alt, it will drag both corners kind of to the center in a way. So it, it kind of goes down. So when I've got something aligned to a specific element, it just kind of stays that way. I don't need to kind of move it further. 
if I click Alt, even when holding it, it will stay aligned to the proper element. So if I've got that, I can just move it down. And as you can see again, straight line in here, completely solid. That means I'm right in the center of this particular graphic but then down at the bottom, you can see that it's aligned to the center of that shape and you can see it by that dashed line. So this is where I'm putting it in here. I can maybe adjust it again. I like it actually not bold. Let's make it again a tiny bit smaller. And then you can, you know, if you were to play around with the position as well, you can send it backwards, you can send it forwards. You can also align it to page in here. So you can align it to top and it will kind of drag it to the very top. I can align it to bottom as well, left, right, change the alignment in here, and you can add it to the very middle. Again, quite a cool feature if you want your text to be right in the middle of the graphic. But I'll drag it down in here just to show you. Perfect, so this is aligned how I like it. And if I want to go back to this, I use that one from a template. So these texts are grouped, so I will ungroup them. And let's say I want to make that look a bit more like this, right? So instead of going and searching, so I can still apply all the things kind of one by one. So I can go pick, you know, Yesiva, however you pronounce it, Bodoni, whatever. I can play around with these, right? And I can add, uh, you know, I can make it bold. I can make it smaller. I can do the same thing, but again, clicking back to this one, specifically on this element, clicking copy style, and I've got this in here. So at least I know that this is the particular font that I want and I can kind of make it align to center. Yeah, and kind of play around in here with how wide you want that text, right? But I'll leave it as that. And I can make it, and I can force it all to be in uppercase. So I do it in here. I don't need to kind of retype it. It's really cool. And I can just kind of drag, see how big I want it. This is quite a cool thing. I like this one, but I'm not a super big fan of that. So let's leave it like this maybe. Kind of align it in here as well. Yeah, so this is how you would design. If you start designing something, don't like a particular photo, you can just delete it in here. Change the color to the one that you've used kind of before to, is that the one that I've used? Actually, no, it's not. This is the one that I've used before, right? So you can see document colors in here. Again, you can click on the color and you can see what colors you've used before. I can see in here that I, I've not changed the color of this font so I can change it to the one that I've used. So next, let me show you how to add photos and what you can actually do with photos in Canva because just adding them is not enough. There are different tools, different functionalities that you can play around with. So let's say I'm picking that particular one. So I've dragged it in here. You can see I've searched for plant and you can see that I've got another neat one. So this is the PNG, the transparent background one. So I'll just add it in here. Let's say, obviously it's a pro one, so I won't remove the watermark at the moment, but just for the sake of this tutorial, I can position it so it's below that bar in here, but I can kind of move it forwards and this is what it would look like kind of on top of it. Obviously it doesn't really work that well for that design, but just to show you what functionalities you've got. So for the photo that I've chosen in here, you can see that it doesn't really go that well. Some text in here overlays the plants and you don't really see what it reads. So if you double click on this photo, you can actually see the original outline of the photo and within it, which is not transparent, is actually the graphic, the boundaries of the graphic, but anything outside of it is opaque. So if you move it to the left, right, you can see that it dragged it kind of a bit further and it's even worse, obviously. So this is not something that we want. So I can just drag it in there 
and this is how you can move it to the side. It still doesn't work that well. So another thing that you can do, you can click on flip and flip it vertical and this way it actually works. It doesn't really affect it that much. I might actually want to align this kind of to the left a bit more. This is how the process of designing, obviously you make up as you go, you see what works and what doesn't work that well. But maybe, you know, this works a bit better. I actually have to remove that one. I really don't like that one. But you can see what you can do with this one as well. You can move around. You could actually kind of extend it a bit more. So I've extended it and I just see that little cactus. But you can drag it in as well. And you can play around with how well it goes with the image. Maybe that's a bit too big. But let's make it a bit kind of smaller. But you can see that it still goes kind of outside it. I actually like this look. I actually like it quite a lot. Let me show you another neat thing. I'll go back to the photos as well. But when you click on three elements, if you go to position, sometimes Canva lets you space things evenly. So automatically align different things kind of evenly for you. So if I click vertically, you can see that it kind of adjusted that middle text, that heading. So you can see that it goes together well now. It's kind of more harmonious, right? So you can kind of pick horizontally. It won't work like this, but if you're trying to align something horizontally, this is where you would use. And you can also use tidy up. The tidy up doesn't work in here particularly, but let's say I wanted to add social media buttons to that graphic, or I was designing an interactive PDF, right? I can add different social media buttons, right? So I can do Facebook. Let's search for Facebook. This is a free one. Let's see in magic recommendations instantly, you can see different social media platforms. So I don't need to look for them. I don't need to type in Instagram, Twitter. I can just grab these, right? And as you can see with some graphics, you can adjust the colors as well. So if my brand colors were, let's go for something a bit more contrasty. So you can see that Canva pulled photo colors from here. So this green actually works quite well with the bronze that I've chosen. So let's say I want to kind of adjust it like this, right? So I've got Twitter. I want Instagram first. See this Instagram, I cannot really amend the colors of. So I will look for a different Instagram icon. So let's say Instagram and I want a full one. Okay. I don't quite like that one, but let's say, you know, this is what I will use for this particular photo. It doesn't really look like Instagram, but who cares? And as you can see, I can just kind of align it with the top of this Twitter icon and I can just align it to this. I know how big I need to make it for this to match. And the same for Facebook. So I can just pick the correct color from here. I'll make it a bit smaller to make it align a bit better. And yep, this is how I do it. But the problem is I don't really know if the, those gaps in between are equal. So what I can do, I can select all of this. So again, click somewhere on a safe space, like somewhere where you don't have any elements or texts or anything, just drag it over those buttons, click position and then click tidy up. As you can see, Canva aligned it for me. And then as together, I can just group it, make it smaller and make it align to that particular list. And then if I, you know, select all of them, I can still kind of align them vertically by Canva and it will make it all neat and equal. I'll go back to that because I don't want to, to look like this, but Another cool thing that you can do in Canva is link. I've not explained that link thing. So if you link, you can enter a link so I can add my Facebook handle, for example. And it's quite neat. If you've got an interactive PDF that you're organizing, you can just export it as a PDF and all of those things, all of these elements will link when you click on them. So let's say 
facebook.com slash Natalia Kalinska. Let's apply. Same for the Instagram. I just click link. Again, doesn't really work for graphics on Facebook, but it's good to know that you've got this feature in here. So this is what I've got in there as well. And if I want to, let's say I added a link to that one, right? I've got this link added to the nataliakalinska.com at the bottom. It will automatically underline it just as kind of you, you have links underlined in various different programs, but I'll just kind of, I can remove it. So I've made it not underlined again. And if I drag this one and I group it, right? So that's together. But another thing, you can still kind of move it and it's not cool. If you want to maybe um, duplicate the page, change the design, just to be sure that that doesn't get uh, moved unnecessarily, you can lock it. So you can actually click on that little lock icon in the top right corner. And if you lock it, it will stay in place. You won't be able to move it. And the cool thing is you won't be able to select it as well. So it won't, you know, accidentally drag inside of it. So let's go back to this design, for example, right? So I've got this, right? And if I want to maybe select these things, but I don't want that to select, it'll be quite tough. You know, I can do it in here, but if you don't want to select the whole thing, you can actually click on that one, lock it in position. And as you can see, if you kind of move it, you won't be able to select it. And if you want to unlock it again, you can click on this one. You will see that you are not able to adjust anything on this one. You need to first unlock it and then you can delete it, manipulate it, whatever. But this is how you would do it. And this is why I use quite often, especially when I'm creating templates, which I explain later. Yes, if I want for something to stay in place, stay put, not be moved, not be selected. This is a great way to actually kind of protect your design as well. So within Canva, you can also have shortcuts. So if you want to duplicate that particular element, you can do it right next to that lock icon. You can duplicate it here and it will collect it, but you can also use shortcuts. So I've just done with that particular one. I clicked control Z and it removed it. So I don't have to go to that top arrow to actually kind of make it, you know, make it go away or, you know, come back to the previous step. I can just click control Z and it just disappears, right? Same goes for copying and pasting. So you can, you know, choose an element or a group of elements. I can choose that kind of social media uh, group. I click control C. I go back to this design. I click on the background and I click control V, which pastes it. Quite cool if you want exactly the same elements to go with other different parts of your design. It doesn't just apply to different pages of the same design. If I open another design, this is just a template that I've opened from Canva. That's why it's got kind of untitled design. If I actually go to this one, right? And I like this particular arrow, I can just control C, go to my design in here, and I can control V, and I've got the exact same arrow. Obviously that design, which was much bigger. So compared to the Instagram post, the arrow was really, really tiny. But if I drag it and make it kind of my own, I can maybe, you know, switch it with this particular arrow that I had here. Let's go back to my top one. Still with photos. So what you can do with the photos as well is add different effects, filters, or adjust it. So if you click on effects, you can see that there are quite a few different things in Canva offers in terms of what you can do with your photos. The first one is the background remover. So if you click on the background remover, obviously it's a 
Canva Pro option, but what it does is it actually removes the background from the elements. So if I were to remove the background from this particular photo, if you if it would just leave the, the different kind of plants, uh, the cacti, it would leave just them. I can erase certain parts or add certain parts and I can add these cacti, these plants, onto, let's say, you know, more of a background like this. And I would just have those elements on top of it. So it's another layer of being able to manipulate different elements. There's also various different effects that you can play around with. You can have more of a kind of pixelated look. So if you connect different apps, see, you can just pixelate it. May work for censorship, actually, whatever. But you know, it's if you're going for a cool look, whatever, you can use that one as well. You can adjust it as well. So you can adjust the radius. You can have more or less segments in here. There's, you know, bad TV. I won't connect all of them to this account, but this is something that you, you know, you may want to have for for your different designs. So you can have, see, flow. It added a bit more kind of flow to it, see? as if you're kind of dragging it. See, I can add the 3D effect to these ones. This was quite a popular one. And if you're you know, going for that particular look, this is how you would do it. It's really cool that Canva is actually adding those options for you to be able to you know, do these things to your photos. Then you've got filters. So just as with Instagram filters or so many different filters that we've got now on different social media apps, Canva offers some really basic filters. So you can have your epic, festive, you know, we can go through it, see if something kind of makes it a bit more fun. You can have the kind of grayscale effect. So, you know, you can kind of adjust it. You can make it a bit more desaturated if you're going for that look. You can just adjust the strength of this particular filter and see what works for you. Again, I'm happy with the photo as it is, but just to give you an option, and this is a possibility. And then if you want to manually adjust your photo, especially if you're dragging something, let's say from, if you're uploading from Google Drive, I've shown you before how you can integrate these two apps. If you've got some photos that you've just taken with your phone and they just need a bit of, you know, oomph, a bit something, a bit more of a, you know, grit to it, you can just adjust it in here. So you can up the brightness of them. You can kind of make them a bit darker. You can up the contrast, as you can see, make it more contrasty, lower the saturation, make it a bit higher. You can change the tint as well in here. So make it a bit kind of a particular feel. You can blur it or make it a bit sharper because if you drag blur to the right, it blurs it obviously, but if you drag it to the left, it actually makes it sharper. So if your images are not as sharp as you want, you can just slightly, ever so slightly drag it to the left and it will make them a bit more sharp. Cross process as well, manipulates different channels of the uh, colors of the photo and you can kind of play around. Maybe it will work well with the style of your photo and you can, you can add a vignette as well to your photos. Crop, you can also crop it. Um, I won't crop it in here because it's still kind of cropped to that particular photo. So not too long ago, Canva added the option to actually animate your graphics. And it goes in line with the trends right now that so many different uh, social media platforms are encouraging more of a motion graphic feel to your design or to your platform, or uh, they actually just straight up prefer videos, which is obviously 
on the rise continuously for months and months, for years really, but you can actually animate your designs as well, make them a bit more interesting, just grab the attention of your followers as well. So if you click on animate, you can actually choose from different options and you can click on that particular one down here, apply to all pages, and it will apply the exact same animation to all the pages. So if you click on block, this is what the animation looks like and it applies it to the text specifically. Then if you click on that little kind of timer icon, you can adjust the timing. So if you need your graphic to be animated and you know, have 10 seconds, you can have it here and you can you know, just see how it works for your particular design. There are other options as well. So you've got breathe, so that breathes in the whole graphic. So it's not just the text, it's also the elements, it's also the photo, and then you've got the fade, so it kind of fades away. That's much more, it feels a bit more um, organic to that particular design. You can see that it fades in and then at the very end of it, it fades out. There's pan as well. So it kind of moves from the side. There's rise, there's tumble. So it goes kind of a, a bit more funky of an effect and tumbles out. There's a drift as well. Um, stomp, tectonic, baseline, pop, neon, scrapbook, which are all available just for the pro users. Uh, if I click on apply to all pages, you can see that the tumble is applied to this one as well, just like this one. And I can edit the timing on that one as well. So let's say I want to make this one six seconds. Uh, I want to make this one, let's say five seconds for both, okay? So I want to make it five for both. This is how it's done. And these are all kind of now animated. Again, doesn't may not go kind of super well with that particular one, but it's just to show you that this is an option. I actually kind of like the block one for both of them. I might leave that one actually, just to show you that this is the option. Another thing that I want to show you is how to actually utilize your own graphics or upload something to Canva. So if I like something in particular, uh, or if I've got you know a specific design that I want to utilize for this one, you can just kind of drag it into Canva. So when I drag it, you can see that it says drop to upload your file. And I've just uploaded this completely ridiculous GIF of a meerkat. And you can just click on it. And this is your, you know, your, your, your GIF kind of incorporated into that design. It doesn't really incorporate that well. Heck, I just wanted to show you what it looks like, right? And if, for example, you want to add something from a website, you really like something. For example, if you've got some kind of royalty-free photo that you want to use for your design, uh, let's say I really like this particular photo. It's a free photo on Unsplash. Don't bother downloading it, then dragging it back to Canva. Just right-click it if it's possible, copy image, and then control V in your design and it will just actually apply it. So let's open a new page, right? Or I can duplicate the whole design actually. Uh, and I can just remove that element. See, that's a frame. So I've just removed it. I can just remove those things. And if I want to kind of add it as a photo, I can just drag it in here. And it's super cool because I mean, it, I don't even need to, need to drag it. I just control V and it's there, right? So I can just add it again, same as with the other ones just crop it and as you can see that design is added to your uploaded media right so you don't need to worry about downloading dragging canva is very intuitive and integrates with different parts of your browser so let's play around with another shape let's say maybe i want it white i had some white elements on the previous one 
let's make it the same size. See, so I dragged it to the side of that photo, right? You see that it snaps in and it, you can see the little kind of dashed lines, which means that it's aligned with that element below it. If I drag it here, again, it snaps in place and you can see the dashed line. So that means that it's the exact same shape and I can just kind of drag it to the side a bit now. Drag it a bit kind of lower. So maybe I want to, I want to kind of just off that one and I'll just push it backwards and I have it in here, right? So it's kind of a, like a neat frame. But I can also change the opacity of it. So just so you know that you can utilize different elements to be able to integrate it into your design. Play around, have fun, just use the stuff that Canva offers for you. If you're not that comfortable with designing yet, Canva is actually a great tool to learn because it's so intuitive and it's got so many different designs and it gives you all the outlines and different things that you can actually learn how to design things well. Cool, so once I have all three of my designs, let me actually just adjust that text on this one because it bugs me, even though we're just playing around and it's just, you know, a, a design just to show you how to design a graphic. I'll just amend that one. So let's say, right, let's say this. And as you can see, right, this is our first wee problem. Because that graphic is grouped, it's still kind of bound by the limits of that particular group. So if I just ungroup it, and you can see that the bottom bit actually went down with that design. So I can just actually drag it in here just to make it wider, right? Let's say I wanna make it a bit smaller so this kind of fits in. What's your dream destination? Let's say I wanna want for it to look like this. I can drag it in here, not particularly to the, to the margin because I like the way this works. Okay, so let's maybe add a line. I feel like it needs align just to make it a bit more kind of fancy or line it a bit better. I don't know, I just like it that way. Let's play around and just to make it a bit thinner, I'll just do that. Yeah, and let's just kind of align it with this one. Let's drag it sort of like that. I like it that way. Never mind, it's not perfect, but this is what I've come up with. What's your dream destination? Leave a comment below. Right, so I've got my three graphics. The first one doesn't really go super well with the second or the third, uh, but let's say these are the set and that one is a standalone graphic, which, you know, sometimes it happens. You create something and, you know, it goes another way or you're inspired to create something else. So I can just start downloading my graphics. So you click in here. Again, as I told you before, you can click kind of different styles. So since I've animated these graphics, I would need to either choose the MP4 video or GIF for these animations to actually show up. So I, I will download that first one as an MP4 video. So I click on select pages. I click page one, I click done, download. And as I said before, it's preparing your design. It gives you a cool, neat, little inspirational quote. Everything has its beauty, but not everyone sees it. Andy Warhol. So that's just downloaded and I've got my video animation. So I've got my animated graphic created in Canva. Super easy, super quick, really fun to play around with. So check out this one. And then let's download these two, not as animations, even though, you know, I, I have animations applied to them. 
but just down, let's download it as a regular kind of graphic. So I'll choose PNG just because for me, it's the best file type to upload to social media. And I can just select page two and page three and then just download it. And as you can see, it tells you that it looks like you have links in your design. For links to work, please choose PDF. Obviously, if you're using image extensions rather than, you know, PDFs or uh, videos, there are some functionalities that won't be saved with that. So for PNG or JPEG, you won't have the links applied to it. So Canva lets you know that. And as you can see, it just saves it as a zip file. So you can just unpack it and you'll have your designs ready to upload. Of course, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this video, Canva free will be great for most users. They won't need the pro version because it has 250,000 free templates, 100 plus design types for social media posts, presentations, letters, and so much more. Hundreds of thousands of free photos and graphics. You can invite members to your team. You can collaborate, comment in real time, and you have five gigabytes of cloud storage. For pro version, just to show you, there are quite a few different things. So it has everything that the free account has, but you've got quite a few new options. So the first thing is that you can create one brand kit and upload your own fonts and logos. And there's actually a bit of a difference to the homepage in the free version to the pro version. And actually the brand kit, you can access straight from the homepage. So as you can see in here, I can click and upload my logos from here. You can have multiple ones in here. You can also apply brand colors. So you can insert the exact hex colors, just like with the color picker in the editor. You can also kind of play around in here, create titles for the palette, and you can just delete them all together as well. So you can add different palettes, custom ones. So you create it in here. Uh, let me just delete it. You can reorder it as well. Or you can discover different custom palettes, which I've mentioned. Canva has tons of inspirational features as well. So it inspires you to maybe use a different color palettes as well. So I'll just add that luscious lemonade one. And this will be my kind of main uh, color palette. Great. So I've got that sorted. I can also add brand fonts. So as I mentioned, you can choose a font for tons and tons of fonts that Canva offers. And as you can see, I no longer see the crown being yellow, which means that I am a pro user. And even though I see which fonts are the pro fonts, I have access to all of them now. Let me choose League Spartan. That's my kind of heading one. And I can adjust how big I want it if I want it bold. Obviously for League Spartan, it's quite a bold one already. So it doesn't have the option to either make it italic or bold, uh, but I can adjust the specific size for it. So each time I go, I go to a design, which I'll show you in a moment, I'll have it ready. It will be pre-formatted for me. No hustle with searching for the fonts. It'll be just in my brand kit. So let me choose different fonts. Obviously it won't be the same ones that I use for my brand, but just to show you that, uh, let's see, Playfair, Playfair display. See, so in here I can make it italic. I can make it smaller. I, I could make it bold and it shows it in here as well and add some body style. Let's say I want open sans again. Let's say open sans light 12. See, I can change it all here and you can upload fonts to Canva as well, especially if you had the fonts designed for you, for your brand by graphic designer or if you, you know, transformed your handwriting into a font, which you can do as well. If you'd like to know how it's done, let me know in the comments below and I'll create a video just for you. 
Cool, so once you've got your brand kit sorted, another great feature that Pro offers is a content planner. Guys, I cannot even express how exciting it is. We all have trouble staying consistent with social media. It's quite tough to kind of go into each and every platform and post. Canva lets you do it straight from Canva. So let's say you're quite active on Pinterest. You want to create multiple pins. You have tons and tons of different graphics. You can just publish or schedule content for Pinterest or other social media platforms like Twitter, for example, just from that content planner. So if you go to your content planner, if I had any posts planned for the you know upcoming month or whatever, I would be able to see them here. So I can just click on a particular day. Let's say I want to post on Christmas Eve. I can create a design specifically for that one. So it will schedule it or I can choose a design. So let's say I want the one that I've just chosen. I can, you know, choose a specific one. I can choose the time that it gets posted at. So let's say, you know, 8 a.m. Uh, let's say done. You can schedule two. And then when you have that connected, you can schedule to Facebook, Twitter, Facebook group as well. You can post it to Pinterest, LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn page, to your Slack channels or to Tumblr as well. Super cool. I'm really happy that Canvas created that because I feel like it's um, almost like an extension of the platform. This is what so many people use Canva for, for social media. So if you can just schedule it from there, really neat. So let's get back. I don't have it connected, but let's say, you know, you can connect it straight from here, but let's say I won't connect it at the moment. You can select which page you want to publish. I mean, it's obviously not perfect for Pinterest, but let's say I wanted to post it to a Facebook page. I can do it from here, schedule two, and then write your caption, right? And then you would have that kind of available, obviously. So you can save it as draft and return to it, to it later and then schedule it again, or you can schedule your posts then and there, that's done. You can even publish it straight away. If you're struggling to stay consistent, this is something that will help integrate the whole process for you because you can just create your captions, then go right into Canva, create the graphics to support it and just schedule it. And that's you, that's you done. And to make the whole process streamlined, Canva helped us out with this. So as you can see in your folders, you can see the logos in here as well. But let me show you what difference Canva Pro makes to your editor. So this is what I had before. You can still see that the resize option had the Pro version crown right next to it. Let me just refresh it to show you that. So in the folders, you can see that I, need, I couldn't create folders within the editor just because I didn't have the Pro version. I would have the photos, let me pick like a Pro photo. So if I refresh it, I have access to everything. So now I can just click resize, for example, which is one click resize. So as I mentioned before, you can just go to, for example, Twitter, right? I want to create a Twitter post from it. So if I click Twitter post, if I click copy and resize, or I can just resize on this one if I don't need it for Instagram, but I'll click copy and resize. And as you can see, it opens another design, which is completely transformed into that resolution for Twitter. And as you can see, some elements were kind of extended for me. So that photo was wide enough. So if you kind of click on it, you see that it's still within the bounds and I can actually just kind of move it together in here, right? I can unlock that bottom bit. Let's extend it. I'm clicking Alt as well, just to go both ways to save, save me some time. And I can just lock it again. And that's you sorted for Twitter. 
right? So you've got two different graphics, right? This one for Instagram or Facebook, whatever, and this one for Twitter. One click and that's you sorted for different posts. It doesn't mean that you have to post it the same way. It doesn't mean that you have to post the same copy on it. You can amend it as much as you can, but it just makes it so much easier without you having to copy it or you know apply different elements to another graphic if you're choosing Twitter posts. Then if you go to folders, you now can create new folders within the editor and you have access to the folders that you've created before. So you've got your previous designs, which I've put in the interesting folder, which, which was the kind of overall folder. So if I wanted to apply a different design, I can just add it from here or you can access your logo from here. So you can just add it here. This is not actually my logo. This is just something that I use that kind of to, to add it in there. But you know, I, I have it. I have it at a glance and I can add it. And to show you the different brand colors, I click on here with my colors. And as I mentioned, you can have the palettes. So apart from the photo colors, which Canva just kind of pulls all the colors that are complementary within the photo and you can just attach them to your design. You can change different different colors, different elements to that particular color. But you've got your colors. If that was my main color, I can just click on it and it's there. I don't need to remember uh, the specific hex code. I don't need to kind of drag my, uh, you know, my mouse over the slider looking for the particular color, which let's face it, it would probably be off. So, you know, it's cool. It's just there. The same for the Luscious Lemonade. I can just adjust all the colors, the brand colors that I've got in here and that's sorted, right? You've got all, all the stuff that you had saved. It's all there. It's all there and you can just click on it, obviously it's, it, it's far from working on that design, right? It's just an example palette that I've just added. So you can just change the palettes. You can add the logos. You've got your brand kit. Same for adding text. See, you've got your heading. You've got the subheading. Everything's pre-formatted for you. So you can just kind of use it, change the colors to the brand colors. That's you started all in one place, all within the editor. And just with Pro, you have that available. Not to mention all the elements, the really fun photos that come for free within that plan if you have Canva Pro. And last but not least, a really cool feature that Canva Pro has, you can actually save your designs as templates. This is something that is kind of a video in and of itself, a separate video. So if you'd like me to record it for you, let me know in the comments below and I can show everything about templates, how you create them, how you use them, how you organize them. Just let me know if you want to watch it and I can just record it for you. But you can create a template from any of your designs. If I click on the three dots, I search templates right from here and I select a folder, I can kind of, you know, add a template to a particular folder. So let's say if I had a Twitter folder, let's say this is the one I would publish this template and I can go to my homepage. And as you can see, this is actually a template. It's kind of saved in here. So you can, if you click on it, you can use this template and create another post. So it just copies it over. And as I've said before, if you have it connected to any of your social media, you can just share it straight to, you know, Twitter. If I connect to my Twitter, I could be, I could just schedule it from here, enter captions, and this would be, you know, my design sorted. And apart from that, instead of the five gigabytes of cloud storage in pro, you have a hundred gigabytes of cloud storage. And trust me, it does bulk up if you're creating for multiple platforms 
or if you're using videos as well. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. And I'm not saying you need to upgrade to Pro straight away, but maybe after some time you could try it. If you'd like to try Canva Pro for free for 30 days, I have a link for you below. It's a ref link, so it, it's, it doesn't cost you anything if you create an account using this ref link, but it does support this channel. And I should probably at this point mention that this is not a sponsored video by Canva. I just absolutely love it. As I mentioned at some point in this video, I used to use Photoshop for everything and now I use Canva for everything because it's so much um, faster, so much cheaper to be honest and much more intuitive. So guys, go ahead and check out Canva. I really love it. If you prefer to use a free version straight away, go ahead, do it. I still think you will love it, absolutely. If you'd like to try the pro version, have fun with it, use the link below and let me know in the comments how everything goes. If you'd like to learn more about Canva, uh, I've mentioned at the beginning that they have the Learn tab. So definitely go through all of these, but then I need to mention the Canva Design School. They have specific courses um, that are completely free to use and they teach you a different um, sides of graphic design. So you've got graphic design basics, you've got branding your business, which may be quite useful at, in creating your own brand kit. You have presentations to impress if you do present quite a lot of things, whether your business or in personal life uh, you have Canva in the classroom if you work in education or personal branding with Dr. Talia Waller. So try these courses and make sure to subscribe to my channel and hit that notification bell because I'll have tons and tons of more Canva videos for you so you'll learn a bit more from me as well. Whew, that was quite a long video but I really enjoyed making it so I hope you gained a lot of knowledge from it and you feel much more confident in creating your own graphics. Hit that like if you enjoyed this video. Leave some comments below if you still uh, have some questions or are unsure about um, some functionalities of Canva. I'll be more than happy to help you out with that. I have a video coming up on Canva tips and tricks. So really make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit that notification bell not to miss a new video. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.